Welcome to Minority Corner with an Eke and James, the, the Wonder, Wonder Twins, Twins of Podcasting. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues, only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. This week on Minority Corner, what are you talking about, James? Oh, well, Ineke, it is week two of the Maximum Fun Drive. Yay! And, Ineke, I wanted to give you a gift, and Mm, I wanted to inspire you and everybody this morning, because I know you are a queen. I am. And I wanted to inspire, (laughs) I wanted to let let you know your lineage of black queens other than Beyonce. You know what? I love that. I love a little, just add more spice to my life in this. You're like, where did I come from? Where did I, what... (laughs) lineage of black queens do I descend from basically. And I'm gonna tell you today. Thank you. And I am going to actually be right on theme with you and talk to you about a beautiful current black queen today named Epsi Campbell Barr who just won the vice presidency of Costa Rica making her the first black woman to be vice president of the Americas. Wow. I can't yeah. wait. Wonder Twins activate. We did yes. not even plan this like no, action-packed episode of Queendom. Yes. And it's the Maximum Fun Drive. Wee! So become we a member. Become a member and get ready to upgrade yourself as well. What would a queen do? They would become a member or they would upgrade. And we've got some guests that we might do. be chiming in as well. Some surprise guests. You never know who's going to call in. You never know. So shall we get into it, my queen? Let's do it. She has risen. I know I have. <laughs> Barely. We are we are doing this at the ass crack yes. of the morning over here in California. That the the she's like a farmer waking up at the butt crack of dawn to, Ooh, to get I am to get the word out. The, I'm up with the cockadoodle doos and the sun. <laughs> and the crows. And I am uh, why the crows? Well, I why? don't know what they do. I oh, feel yeah. like they are they are up whenever they feel like it doesn't oh, yeah. take no early morning to get garbage. You don't fuck with a crow. <laughs> like a crow does what they want when they want, and they're hella exactly. smart. So you got to be careful. Crows you just... actually freak me out, but also I'm I like them because they're they're like super smart. Crows and ravens are like the smartest. Really? Cause I thought you had there. a I thought you had like a hard no on all birds cuz I took you we went to yeah. the Natural History Museum. We're yes. walking by the dinosaurs and then the yes. dinosaurs eventually transform into birds and the right. was like, "Why are we here? It's just a room full of birds." I don't like birds. I don't. It's true. I don't like birds and I don't I especially don't like stuffed dead birds with oh, multiples God. of them in a room. That's yeah. terrifying. Cuz but- it is that room where Teddy Roosevelt shot everything. I don't know. That's I'm still juries out on that oh, one. Oh no, it's true. I've gotten it corroborated by other New Yorkers. Like it's because he's a hun- he was a hunter and he was like he started yeah, help start that museum and he was like lot. look at all these things that I shot. I know <laughs> he went a hunting lot. a lot. Well, okay. So about the birds though, with yes. ravens. I I like have specific birds that I like. Like I like a cartoon oh, rendering okay. of an owl. I <laughs> Wait, like. Okay, it's very specific. A yes. cartoon rendering of an owl. Yes. Um, Woody Woodpecker. Are you fan no, of him? No, I don't oh. like Woody Woodpecker. Wow. I do. Okay. okay let me, there's two more. <laughs> so the next one is quails. I think quails are adorable, and I have respect for ravens because they're smart. They're the only bird that learned how to use a tool. 
Oh, what? Like to open up doors? They're like the velociraptors. No, they of don't birds. use to open up doors to get like well, they, grubs out of holes. Okay, like I'm imagining them like picking up keys and like no. uh, getting into rooms and like taking people's iPhones and like calling their mom. I mean, they would. Did you hear about the story that that one girl who would like set out something shiny? No, she made friends with a crow, and it would bring oh, her yeah. shiny things. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, in exchange for her soul, because all crows no are after one. souls. <laughs> No, okay, you know what? You need to be nice about crows. I am actually being very nice about crows. I'm shocked. I don't, I don't I even recognize you. I don't. I you thought know, I knew you, but you... I gotta switch uh, it up. Episode 124, Aneke has, like, thrown the table, flipped the script, and said, this is me, and I wasn't also, prepared. James, I like how now you're measuring our friendship, our years-long friendship <laughs> through episode numbers. Well, you know, I just catching... The, I wanted actually to slip in that we're on episode 124 for those who don't know. It's just oh, my way of slipping slick, that in there. So slick, See, so, then you so Wait, James, you mentioned our trip to the um, Natural History Museum, but you also went to the Natural History Museum this weekend. Recently, yes, yeah, I did, did this week. I got to play the role of Uncle James, which I have been uncle preparing Jay-Z. my whole life for. I'm finally ready to be an uncle, you know? Okay. And fin- yeah, my 16-year-old, I had a 16-year-old. I mean, good, you've had 16 <laughs> years to get ready. I did. I had 16 <laughs> years, and I'm finally ready. My 16-year-old uh, nephew from Louisiana came and stayed with Uncle James, and Yay. it was a ride of a lifetime. I learned so much about myself. I have a whole yes. new respect for parents. I called yeah. my mom and my dad directly afterwards. I got a conference call with them and I said, I just want to thank you for everything that you did. Sorry <laughs> for being a teenager. I get it. You were amazing. You did the best that you, you could. You're so much a wonderful parent. And I'm sorry I was a teenager who was just crazy. You are ridiculous because that is like... <laughs> That statement alone is such a roundabout way of, I don't even, I mean, I'm glad you thanked your parents and also your poor nephew. Well, I mean, you know, we... we, Teenagers, man. Teenagers. You know, I look back, like, it feels like you were a teenager forever. It seems like a long period of your life. It's not. It's, but it felt like it feels I like know. it. Like I look back on it and it feels like such a long period because you got all these weird sort of hormones going on. Yeah, hormones and, are and, a bitch, man. And especially when you're 16, you think that you kind of like know everything, right? Yeah, exactly. But then on the other flip side of this, and I've been hearing this talked a lot about in um, different, like the new wave psychology circles, and they are talking about, you know, we kind of think that we are here to teach kids, but really, T- kids are here to teach us. Like, there's so, f- there's a lot, there's an innocence about them. Yeah. And they really challenge you on a lot of things because, like, the best way to, mm-hmm. you have to model behavior to them. That's the best way to, to show them anything is you have to model. So you, it kind of checks in of, like, well, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. are your eating habits? What are your habits? What are your, like, you know, you can't tell them to, to set goals if you're not also setting goals and following through on things. And they also, yeah. like, ca- call it a lot of bullshit. They're like, well, why do we do this? And, I know. you know, it's sort of like, and some things you're not really going to be able to teach them. They're just going to have to lear- learn at some point through, like, living their life, you know? James. Um. Yeah. You learned all this in five days? Oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> day three. I was like, I'm never having kids. But by the time, like, he got on the plane, I was like, okay, I could do this, you know? Yeah. I- <laughs> it's so funny because people always tell me, like, oh, I'm scared of teenagers. They're terrifying. But after working at a high school, like, I worked at high school for years. You did. And- yeah, yeah. How was that? After- I'm like, I'm not afraid of teenagers anymore because mm-hmm. they're they're just giant children. Yes, That's the thing yeah. that people always forget. They see these yeah. giant adult-ish looking people my, and you and get my scared. my nephew is 6'4", and so no yeah. one thought he was 16. They were like, oh. But he's he, a child. 
old. He's a kid. <laughs> but like, it, it's forget. confusing because he doesn't look like it, right? And All then, you need to do is talk to a teenager <laughs> for 10 minutes and you're like, oh, oh you're a kid. You're yeah, <laughs> I, I had some friends, we, they went to dinner with him. And like, you know, he's doing his 16-year-old thing, like talking yeah, his game like, about like cool. the things that he yeah. knows. Yeah, and afterwards they're like, oh, they're like, oh, he was such a teen. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. It's Not like, fooling nobody. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of cute. Like that, if you look at it that way, then you kind of feel a little bit more like relief and ease about them where you're like, oh, this is just a child. Like mm-hmm. you can't put so much responsibility on them because they're still learning how to be adults. They're adults with training wheels at this point. Yeah, totally. And that's why I think it's even ridiculous that we like let 18 year olds go to war because if you talk to an 18 year old, that's, they're still babies. They're yeah. like, I think I recently read an article. I should have sent you this. I forgot Ooh, about it. Yeah. But they are trying, I think the uk they Mm -hmm. are looking into changing i could be wrong i'm sorry listeners in the uk but we're just having um, a conversation yeah we're just talking just talking um where they're thinking about expanding the age of adolescence to 24 okay yeah i mean that makes makes sense to me (laughs) your brain isn't even finished forming until you're 26 so and like i just feel like i'm an adult now like that's recently within like the last hour you know uh in the last hour (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm an adult now, you know? Uh, And, you know, it's so interesting, too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be very honest about this, is that I had a a friend of mine who works, he's a social worker and a a teacher, and he works with teens as well, and has more of the the psych sort of component with it. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, Marion Williamson talks about all relationships are assignments, you know, that we, Mm. all of them are assignments. Even the daily, day-to-day person that you meet, there's, there's... whatever's reflecting back to you is kind of what's going on in the inside. You know, if someone's Mm. annoying you, there's something there that you haven't come to terms with or solved. You know, there's something there for you to either accept, you know, so, and that's why you keep running into certain people, you know, in your lives again and Mm. again, because it's a lesson for you to learn and you will continue coming up against that lesson unless you learn it. And so there were certain things that were coming up and for what I realized and, it's just like Roberto was like, you can't try to control him. And I was mm. like, oh, I can be. Right, a vi- no. And that's how I keep myself very safe, though, for myself. Since I was a child, yeah. I've been very, it was, you know, c- controlling. I'm the leader, type A personality, yada. Yeah. But that's how I've been able to sort of feel safe and, and yeah. by controlling my environment. But as I'm growing, and that's the thing, too, is like when you're a teen, you think you know everything. But when you become an adult, you're like, I don't know anything. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm a learner of life. And, and so I would I'm, even say in your 20s, because I thought I knew everything in my 20s, oh, too. Oh, agreed. You know what? <laughs> the 20s is just another version of your teenagehood. Right. You're literally just a bigger version with a teenagehood, and you can drink, and you might have to pay right. some bills. Like, that's exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and then you get to your 30s, and you're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But there was so many lessons that I learned, because I had to look at what was being reflected back to me. You know, when you squeeze yeah. an orange juice, what what when you when you squeeze uh, there goes the riddle. When you squeeze an orange, what comes out of it? Juice. Right. And so when we are squeezed, what comes out of us? That's what's inside juice. of us. Well, okay. <laughs> but you know, when we get squeezed, it can be yes. you know stress pressure, or anxiety yeah, or it's pressure. Everything comes out. And so that's a good check for us of like, oh, I need to put more love. That's what needs to be coming out. And so for me, kids have been a great teacher of working, being with my nephew for the week of unconditional love. Of like, although it's you're a child, I do also have to accept you and love you for just who you are. And all I can do is model and and suggest 
suggest things to you, and I'm also yeah, not your parent. I'm also not your parent. <laughs> no, one, like I kept telling you, I was, yeah, texting you, I was, was like, you are Auntie not Neke, a parent. Auntie Neke was coaching me through because, this. <laughs> yeah, because you thought, I mean, that's the cool thing about being a, an uncle or an aunt, is like, you get to like be wacky and have fun and like yeah. not really instill, like you can instill <laughs> lessons, but it's not sure. your job, you know? Yeah. Like your job is just to make sure that he's safe and well-dressed for the time that he's with you. He has mm-hmm. a good time. But, oh, uh, you know, he. Yeah. And a good was, time was had. We did okay, escape good. game. We went to yeah. the World Trade Center. That's we awesome. did uh, the Natural History Museum, uh, the uh, Met Museum. Wow. We saw the Statue of Liberty. Did we it all. did dinners. Like, it was like l- movies, uh, Ready Player One, Black Panther. Like, it was. Yeah. My oh, I saw Ready Player One this weekend. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was okay. But, yeah, it's a definitely a love letter to the 80s. Yeah, I, I, I mean the book is I was like, that way too. Oh, I didn't read the book. I felt bad because I was like, "How? I don't think my nephew's gonna understand all these '80s references." Like, do well, you know who yeah. John Hughes is? Like, he's like, no. But <laughs> I'm sure there's enough whiz bang that like makes it. Ex- yes, exciting. he loved it. He was like, "Ooh, video games and like 3D yeah. IMAX. This is fantastic." And honestly, I think that you probably were better off not knowing a lot of it because it was distracting. Like behind us, let's just go into all the age groups. <laughs> behind us in the theater, there were these like baby boomers, which is interesting because it's mostly generation x but still um you know who would appreciate the 80s mm-hmm. references but like mm-hmm. so there are these baby boomers behind us that were cracking up at oh, everything and really? they were like so loud it, it was almost like they wanted to tell the audience that they what knew was it. funny oh yeah, they're like we get it too i've seen john yeah, hughes i'm not that like, old <laughs> yeah like straight up scream cackling clapping hands where like everybody in the audience oh. was like who are these people? I I, I left out. I let out some guffaw, like a ha ha ha. Yeah, I let but out a was, guffaw, you know. but it wasn't like a. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ready Player One is not the laugh out loud comedy. Yeah, I mean it it's amusing and whimsical, but yeah, I would not and go it, that like, far. It was kind of alienating because there's one point where I did not know, and oh. I would have been fine if I did not know. If they and now weren't like, is like, oh my god. <laughs> And me and Andrew were like, okay, we don't know what this is. <laughs> and now you're taking then, out of the movie because you're like, well, what was that reference? What was it? Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, it's better just to stay quiet and let people enjoy it for what it true. is. Because I feel like if you don't know what some things are, you're just like, yeah. oh, that's a hint to something. Moving on. Hello. Yeah. I do appreciate that there is a, what I read as a lesbian character in the movie. Oh yeah, Helen. That's played Which, by um. Fra- uh, what, she just won the Emmy. I forget her name. She's yeah, in uh, Masters of None. Yes. Yeah. Um, but how dope in a Steven Spielberg blockbuster yeah. movie, black lesbian. I love like, it, and she's also on the cover of Vanity Fair. She's fucking blowing up. Lena Waitham. Lena Waitham. Yes, I knew I should jo- remember yes, her name. Yes. She's yes. the best. She's like she's, so yeah. like. Her, she's really blowing up. I think the TV show The Shy is she oh, um, yeah. writes in and produces it too. So go, go her. You go, know, I and agree. She's I, in the book too, which is oh good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I had my nephew all right. Uh, he had not seen. There's a good. There's a Shining reference. 
Uh, yes. <laughs> big Shining reference. And he hadn't seen it, so I, when I, I, he came with me to rehearsal, and I just, you know, put him in front of the computer, and you, you know, watch a movie. So he watched The nice. Shining. Oh, Ca- good. You know, gotta, gotta catch him up. Gotta Ooh, catch him up. Terrifying movie, but, I, you know, he likes horror. So. He does. He does. He writes. He's a little writer. He's been writing. And so just trying to, like, help, See, you yeah. know, foster his creativity. Too. And so he's uh, he's been doing creative writing. He's really brilliant. It's one of those things that, you know, he's one of those brilliant teens, and, you know, just gotta apply himself, and brilliant I things will it. happen. Um Speaking so real quick, I we don't have, to, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time, but I just wanted to take your temperature on your take thoughts. Take my about, temperature. Uh, I haven't seen it, but the Roseanne revival thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about that. <laughs> okay, so this is how I feel. A lot of people have been really defensive out of nowhere for this show. For me personally, this is like. Um, it's almost like remember when we were protesting against um football because of the take oh, a yeah. knee and it was yeah. easy to do that for yes. us because we don't really watch football yeah. so it's just yeah. like oh, i'm not gonna watch it um same with roseanne for me we were oh, a who's okay. the boss family in my household mm, mm-hmm. so i wasn't i've never really been attached to roseanne i've never wanted to see roseanne i've always kind of just been like Ugh, whatever that's a show cool. and now especially Especially since she's an unhinged crazy person. I'm not about to go and support a show yeah. of an unhinged crazy person because I, even though a lot of the other actors that are in it, like John Goodman, um, Laurie Metcalf, yeah, Sarah Chalk, yeah, they're, they're uh, Sarah awesome. Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome people, but the main person is Roseanne and she's a hateful gremlin of Twitter and she's spreading hateful awful terrible things that should not be said if you're in the public eye mm. um it's like beyond even just conservative she's all right like she yeah. she did like a not she tweeted nazi salute to the no way to, yeah to some like, really children of parkland oh, oh she's fuck. off the deep end she's then racist she's we, everything i it just really it's so interesting because i felt like back in the 90s i used to watch Rosanna. i watched with my grandmother mm-hmm. she was sort of this sort of like i thought she had this sort of like she was pro LGBT like it just yeah. seemed she I don't was know. And, she was okay. and something but something she got old, old she got crazy and old I don't even know I don't know if it has to do with old either because her son is an alt-right conservative oh um, snap so I did not know this you were I spilling a, the tea yeah I think a lot of liberal seeming people have like Trump appeals to some people mm. who have these inner racisms these inner xenophobia yeah. Yeah. and it just has come out in without abandon. And yeah. it's starting to come out in the show, too, because a lot of people Ugh. are like, oh, it's good, it's progressive, it's talking about a conversation. But just recently, one of the lines in the show was um, Dan fell asleep and Roseanne wakes him up and he was like, oh, man, I missed the black and the Asian shows on ABC. And she was like, here's a tip. They're just like us, which is reductive because they're talking mm. about blackish and fresh off the boat, which are mm. groundbreaking ABC. shows. Yeah. For groundbreaking and two, it it states that the white family is the baseline. <laughs> mm, bless Excuse you. me. Yeah. Thanks. So look, Roseanne got you sneezing. Got me upset. So <laughs> I feel like, and here's my thing too. This is the last part, and I'm sorry, God, I'm like going on no, a train about don't it. Don't apologize. I wanted to take your temperature. I feel like a lot of people are being apologists to Roseanne because they have mm. that one relative that voted for Trump and they feel bad that they didn't do anything mm. about it. Mm-hmm. It's all of these well-meaning liberal people, liberal white people, I'm going to say it, yeah. that um, have, and I met so many, it's like, 
I'm sure any person of color out there has a friend, a white friend who's who was like, oh, well, my mom voted for Trump or yep. oh, my aunt voted and for I Trump. And I can't relate because I don't have a single person in my life that did that. And exactly. had I and had I, I would have had a conversation with them. And so many people did exactly. not have those conversations. They were just like, I'm uncomfortable. Blah. Right. And I'm so I think that that's why they're getting defensive over Roseanne, because they're like, oh, well, we have these these family members that voted for Trump, but we love them. And we so we're transferring that over to Roseanne, whereas Roseanne voted for Trump in the show, but we love her. And look, she has a little black girl on the show. And oh, a, um, a, a little a kid. Gender non-conforming. Yeah, non-conforming uh, kid, kid. And oh, everything's going to be OK. We have um, Lori Metcalf is playing a um, Hillary supporter. But no, it's. It's not because it's from the perspective of Roseanne, where Laurie Metcalf is reduced to a screaming stereotype in a pussy, mm, she's, pussy hat. She's the know? joke. She's the butt right. of the joke. Right. And yeah. Roseanne never says I'm sorry to any of the things that she does on the show. Like, so there's no learning. You know, it's interesting no. because like Archie Bunker was essentially oh, yeah. that kind of person, but, but he, he was kind of, he or, learned. I don't know. Yeah, he was. That was the kind of the point. Like he was this person who was sort of out of touch with the progressive times. Right. And and he was learn he was learning as he was going and then he you know he exactly. had his neighbor the Jeffersons you know i right were, yeah. it, it was almost like he was the he was the he, i wouldn't say punchline not, but he yeah, was the conduit to learning about more yes. liberal things mm-hmm. where Agreed. she's like i'm conservative and it's going up against conservative stuff and i just don't want to support somebody who's who's spewing hatred yeah. in their regular life this is an instance where i i cannot separate art and yeah. artists oh like, yeah i everything that you said i really appreciate it i'm glad that we had this conversation because i hadn't i you know again i hadn't really watched the show and i did used to yeah. watch roseanne it was really shocking to me that this was the direct because that's not what when I remember watching Roseanne, that's not what I had picked up on that that's what yeah. Roseanne was about, and right. I and so that was it was it was it was shocking from 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 that standpoint, and I guess too like oh this thing ABC put this started as soon as Trump was elected started trying to piece the show together like they foresaw yeah. and so it's interesting that they're like oh this is the direction that the country is going and to me it kind of scares me because for many of us this was a step backwards it doesn't mean that progress right. is like stopping but it's a step backwards and like why are we hunkering down and getting comfortable in this and making more space for this exactly. and I think, like, on the one end i agree like creating programming for everybody and i'm sure like the people of quote-unquote flyover states have been maybe feeling left out but i think the conversation of trying to continue to make shows for they call it working class but they actually mean white working class and samantha right. b did this thing where working class people are not just obviously it's america they're not just white people and we have to right. stop sort of pandering to just that and not to mention, I read an article recently that said that um, the majority of uh, white people who voted for Trump aren't working class. Oh, well, there's yeah. I think it was like 71 percent of upper middle class white people voted mm. for Trump. So this is a myth. Yeah, this is so a we total need to myth. Stop sort of stop sort of um spinning that. It makes me it makes me the Roseanne revival makes me uncomfortable with what it's doing. At the same time, like I also want to make sure that other people feel like their stories are also being told. I want to be fair to right. that, but I'm I am right. definitely uncomfortable. And there's so many other revivals I would love to see like a living single revival. Like there's been yeah, none I of mean, the black shows have been revived yet. And I that, almost I I am I I one yes, I would love to see black people doing a revival for a revival show but also let's get some new material 
Mm -hmm. Agree. It is fun to look back, though, and go back and see what these it's characters true. and families are doing. Um, yeah. I don't need a Family Matters revival, but... Um, I'd be down for a Who's the Boss revival, because yeah. recently I looked up Tony Danza, because I was like, oh he's no, looking he's good, my Roseanne. He? Yeah. I wasn't doing that, but he is oh. looking good. <laughs> but also, Obama fo follows Tony Danza on Twitter, mm. so maybe let's find someone who's central to a show that is... A little more pal palatable. Yeah, agree. Like Tony Danza. Or do a, you know, the uh, Black Who's the Boss, which was in the house, and revive it with LL Cool J and uh, Debbie Allen. It only lasted Ooh, like three see, seasons. See, I'm into that. But did you ever watch, uh, essentially, uh, In the House was just uh, Black Who's the Boss. And Debbie, yeah. uh, she left after the first season. Oh. And okay. <laughs> yes. We've been jibber-jabbing, but do you know what it still is? It's Max Fun Drive. Still. Oh my God. Mm. Ooh, I love that theme you just created there. That is Thanks. Uh, better know. trademark. Put her in the studio. Put Get some back early tracks in the morning. I got yes. some early morning things. Aneke, you're literally like a, a princess, a sleeping princess who wakes up and starts singing, and quails come. Not all the birds, just select I'm a birds. I'm old to be a princess. Okay. I keep trying to spin this princess thing on you. You're, a black, you're a black queen, and you wake Thank you. I just don't know that, like, well, that would make sense. By the quails, because that's a very regal. Like you've moved on. I just from, like, like quails; they're cute. I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to resonate why that the quails come to you after you wake up and you start singing. Did you know? I like that they'll come over here. But did you know that a quail mom to protect her babies will sit on them? Oh. I saw it happen at college. It was the cutest thing ever. They there looked like quail. tiny little I went to the same college as you. We I know. Have, the There's quails. hella I didn't quails. quails. There's I didn't quails all over the place. You were I just jibber-jabbing, walking in nature, not paying attention to the quails. <laughs> la, la, la. La, 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 la. I saw the squirrels, and there was like mountain lions. <laughs> there were quails, and they were adorable. <laughs> I was like, what school did you go to? Oh. You're yeah, like, oh, I went there too. Yeah. <laughs> same oh. time. Well, speaking of... Yes. Uh, Another UCSC alum. Oh, yes. Ex good transition, because I didn't know how I was transitioning See, into I this. I got you. You did. I you got, got my you. back. Wonder mm -hmm. Twins activate. Um, so, yeah. So, the head guru, the head queen quail of Max Fun is none other than uh, Jesse Thorne. And yes. I wanted to read something as we are sell it's, we're rounding out our Max Fun drive. And I really love this tweet that uh, Jesse had wrote, about, like, why we do the Max Fun drive and why it's so important. And he tweeted out, yes. we don't sell our shows at Max Fun HQ because we want people to be free to try them, enjoy them, and share them. No mm. matter their economic circumstances, that's why we don't put them up for sale or put them behind a pay subscription wall. I've dedicated my whole adult life to demonstrating that model can work for creators. That mm. they can get paid, not because we won't let you listen if you don't pay up, but because we let you listen and you value it enough to pay. So... I truly hope that we know some folks can't afford to spend $5 a month on entertainment, and that's okay. I also hope that those who can will, because like me, they believe hardworking professionals deserve to be paid. I know that I am immensely grateful every day that I and all the creators at MexFun work for you. Not advertisers, not shareholders, not a big media corporation, not even some foundation, you. If our work has value to you, please support it. I love that. I thought it was that's like, wonderful. oh, you know, like yeah. really puts it all into to perspective. So I just wanted to share that out from you know, nice. our, our head guru at Max, uh, Max Fun. Yeah, I love it. And I love, I think he would appreciate being called the head queen quail. 
The Head Queen Quail of Max Fun. I agree. I think that's, that's a exactly hard one to say. Title. Jeez, how did you say ha- that so easily, too? It just rolls off my regal tongue. Hot Queen know. Quail. Hot Queen well, Quail. Well, thanks, Jesse. <laughs> and if, well, you, if you're only listening to ours, make sure to listen to his podcast, which is Bullseye and um, Jordan Jesse Go, which are excellent shows on the Max Fun Network as well. Those are great shows. Well, let's get into the episode, my Lady Queen Quail friend. Let's do it. Max Fun Tribe. Hey, everybody. It's us, JMK, the Wonder Twins of Podcasting. Do, 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 do. And we're here to tell you about the Max Fun Drive and all the great things that you can get. I am so excited to tell you about the Max Fun Drive along with my Wonder Twin James. Yeah, thanks, Neke. <laughs> All right. Well, if you've been listening, you know that we've been doing our Max Fun Drive here, and we're almost there to the end of reaching our goal of 25,000 new and upgrading members, but we need your help to make it. Yes, we do. And also, just to kind of let you know on the, the tip of the goals, we are over halfway. What? So help us reach that that goal, you guys. Yeah. So if you are a member, if you are already a member or joining at $5 a month or higher, you're going to get all of this great new bonus content coming your way. But only new and upgrading members will be able to get any of these sweet gems of gifts. It's so true. At the $5 month membership, you get the bonus content. And just to remind you guys, we have our own bonus content what? episode. It's called Jungle to Jungle, and it's where we do a deep dive on both Black Panther and Jungle Fever. That sounds amazing. And if you kick it up, it is. And if you kick it up a notch <laughs> at the $10 a month level, you'll get an exclusive enamel pin designed by Megan Lancott. Now, you might remember her amazing pin from last year, which was Side Eye Your Heroes. Well, she kicked it up another notch this year with a brand new Ooh, design. She stepped it up. And she is featuring our very own Wonder Twins symbol of Wonder Twins Up podcasting and it's amazing you'll get a maximum fun membership card at the ten dollar month level that's it that's amazing yeah. now if you want to reach the twenty dollar per month membership level you will get the family cookbook lovingly created for you by max fun host including a one james arthur what that's me <laughs> and this book contains Dozens of recipes from cocktails to desserts to even a sloppy joe, if you please. Ooh. And if with the book, you also get um, some space-themed cookie cutters. <gasps> that sounds amazing. And for some of you who've maybe already been at the 5 or $10 level, you want to upgrade yourself to an even yes. higher level, well, you can go to the $35 per month level, and you're not only going to get everything that we've already listed, there's yep. more. You're going to get the one liter juice carafe, which is a hard word for me to say, but I think you know what I'm saying. And it is- Juice container. A juice container, a fancy-ass juice container for you and your friends and family and nephews and nieces to enjoy all the live long day. So your beautiful yes. juices, and you'll get the uh, and you'll get the family fu- uh, family cookbook and cookie cutters and enamel pin of your choice and your maximum fun membership card and all the bonus content. So everything, but James. Oh, 
What makes this juice craft wonderful and extra special? Uh, I am so glad that you asked that. Well, it's not just any. I want to know. It's not just any basic juice carafe. It is. It's Ooh. got a rocket logo engraved on it. The Maximum Fun rocket oh logo. God. So people will be like, oh, is that a Maximum Fun juice carafe? And they'll also know that you are a member at the $35 level. And you can share your love of Max Fun while you're sharing your juice. Ooh, that's good. Trademark that. TM, TM. Yes. And, so and we, we we do have higher levels. Is that what you were going to talk about? It was, oh. but you know, <laughs> we just on the same thinking plan. We're Wonder Twins. That's what we do. We are. <laughs> yeah. So we have higher levels and we really want you guys to go check them out at MaximumFun.org slash donate. And there is just the level that is just right for you. So remember, if you're already a member to get any of those great, amazing gifts, you'll upgrade yourself to be able to participate in all the Maximum Fun Drive Fun for 2018. So to become a member, just to remind you guys, you need to go to MaximumFun.org slash donate, select the membership level that's right for you. You'll provide your credit card and some basic information, um, which includes the Maximum Fun shows you listen to, Minority Corner, hint, hint. Yep, yep, and click it, click it. ba 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 you're a member. Whoa. And uh, you'll hear that noise in your head when it happens, so that's even worth it's it. It's a beautiful noise. It's just worth it just for that. You'll remember it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and just in case you're wondering, do I, you have to do every, anything every month? No. Technology is so amazing. It's 2018, yes. y'all. We got it all taken care of for you. Your membership contribution will process automatically each month. You ain't got to do nothing unless your credit card expires or you lose it or, you know, a crow. You decide a to crow cancel. takes it away and tries to go on a shopping spree because you know they'd be shady sometimes. You need to get dull credit cards then because you know crows only like shiny things. Just only the matte credit cards for you and then you don't have to worry about crow danger. Because it's a real thing. It is a real thing. So one less thing to worry about. (laughs) Crow danger. That's an extra tip for you guys. Yeah, a little extra tidbit there for you. And so we really want to thank all of our new and upgrading members in the MaxFun family. We can't do this without you. And I recommend doing it right now while it's fresh on your mind because the day will get ahead or you'll get, you'll be distracted by quails as it happens. So just do it right now. Right now. You could just pause. We'll be here. Just pause us. Just pause us and go do it. In fact, do it right now. Now. Did you do it? Did you? Well, how about doing it right now? Now. James, it's your corner. What you got for me today? Ooh, Aneke, because you had to wake up early this morning, I was like, I want to give my queen a gift. So from one queen to another, I am going to be talking about... Four black queens that you should know about that are not Beyonce. Okay. Hook me <laughs> up. Tell me some queens. Okay. Queenitude. You know, yes. Because what happened was I was at the doctor and there was a poster of these three black African queens. And I was oh. like, photo snap. I know what I'm talking about this week. Snap, 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 snap. Which doctor? Wow. I like this doctor's <laughs> office that you're going to. This is a good so, poster. Then I went and did some research on some okay, of these queens. Okay. <laughs> So here are four. The first yeah. one is Hatas Fast First Foot. We'll put this in the show wow, notes. Wow, this is okay. <laughs> wow. You will not be Am I asleep still? Am 
my wig which is happening did you just say an incantation at me what's happening her name what is was- hat shep soot hat shep soot hat shep soot okay that sounds like a word hat Egyptian, right yeah well okay. no no oh. close hat shep soot the albus queen of far antiquity uh, she wow, lived- I don't know what any of these words mean. <laughs> the abolist. Oh no, Hatshepsut, the abolist queen of far antiquity. That she- did not help. <laughs> she was from the year 1503 to 1482 BC. So it's oh, wow. a long time ago. Long she was doing time it- ago. When Nubian- time ran backwards. <laughs> when time used to go backwards. Uh, so she was she's old school, old school queen. Oh, so God. for 33 years, she was reigning, doing her thing. She Nubia? Rose to pa- Nubian, yeah, she was yeah. a Nubian queen. And she rose to power after her father, uh, Thotothemus, okay. Thotemus, <laughs> yes. the first, was stricken <laughs> with paralysis. Would you para- call me? <laughs> you thought of this. <laughs> Was stricken with paralysis, and what he appointed <laughs> paralysis. He couldn't move. <laughs> oh, paralysis! Oh yeah. Okay, sorry. All these <laughs> old timey words. Yeah. This is a mess. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> he appointed. We're only on like the first line of the first. I know. Queen. This is gonna. He, this is good thing. There's only four of these. <laughs> I know. Well, he this appointed Hatshepsut as his yeah. chief aide and heiress to the throne. Mm. So there were several mile my, rivals who were like, "I want that power," and she was like, "Nope, not yes. today, men's. This is mine." I love it. So she withstood their challenges, and she remained leader of what was then the world's leading nation. So this was the mm. place to be. Move over Egypt. It's about Nubia. Yes. To and to help enhance her popularity with the peoples of Egypt, because I think she was reigning over that too. Like Nubia was like stretching. Well, they're and, like together, right? Like Nubia and Egypt were like next to yes, each other. I feel like right. they always and, had like a thing. Exactly. So it was like the ruler would just be of all of that. Uh mm-hmm. and more. And uh Hatshepsut, she had so so she was trying to gain favor with the Egyptian people because she had like just probably taken over them. And yeah. so she had a number of beautiful temples and pyramids erected. Oh, so wow. they're like, okay, we like you. You're great. Thank you. Because you know what? People love pretty buildings and pyramids. So she, she loved knew- that slave labor. Sorry. <laughs> she- <I had> to- <laughs> Sorry. She knew her audience. It's true. Yes. A lot of there's a lot of slavery involved in all these stories. Um <laughs> And some of the st- towering statues still stand today as a reminder oh, cool. of the first true female ruler of a civilized nation. And had set shut. That'll be in the notes. Uh, yes. H A T S H E P S U T. All the clicks to her. Next queen. Uh, this is Armina, the queen of Zaria. She Ooh. is. 15th century Nigeria. Now, Ooh. as you're listening, think of this story sounds familiar. Armina was born in 1533 in Zaria, mm-hmm. uh, which is now a province today of uh, Nigeria. And she was the mm. daughter of Bakwa of Turunku. Oh. The family's wealth was divided. Uh, they, they got their fa- they got their wealth from leather goods and cloth and okay. cola, which I don't know what that is, but cola the soda, with a K. Duh. Well, with a, with a K. I don't, I don't think they had soda back then. <laughs> <laughs> They're the original Coca-Cola family. <laughs> they, they had horses, imported metals. But okay. when Bakwa died in 1566, the crown of Zazua passed uh, it on to Armina's younger brother, Karama. And her mm. sister Zaria fled the region, and no one knows anything about her. So she was like the original Danny Minogue or Salon. Yes, <laughs> 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 
people are like, I don't know her. There's no records. No. Um, oh. although, although Bakwa's reign was known for peace and prosperity, mm. Armina, when she chose to hone her skills on, like, she was a military, like, warrior. She was like, I'm aware oh, of all this military stuff. And then yeah. she then, as a result, emerged because she knew all the stuff. People were like, look at her. I feel safer with her. So then she emerged as the leader of the Zazu Cal- the Zazua Calvary, and she got wow. many accolades. She increased the country's wealth, uh, cause cool. they were just, you know, conquering shit. And she had numerous military achievements, but when her brother Karama died after a 10 year rule, Armina, she stepped up cause she was this fierce warrior princess. Wow. And she stepped up and assumed the reign of the kingdom. Ooh. And, uh, she led her first military charge just a few months after assuming power. She was like, I want that. And she <laughs> reigned for 34 years. Oh my and God. And she made her neighboring ruler, or she named her neighboring countries. Mainly she wanted to permit her traders safe passage. So that's why she was like, con- getting conquering all these lands. Cause she's, she's like, like, I want my stuff. She's like, I want my stuff. My people need to have stuff and we need a safe route. Cause y'all be trying to steal shit. Yes. So, we're not having this, so I'm gonna rule over you because I know what We're to do. We're not having this, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because of she had very talented metal workers in her uh, in her country, and she introduced metal armor, including iron helmets and chain mail to her army. So oh, she was wow. crafting that shit, and Damn. she forti- yeah, she fortified her military camps with earthen walls, wow. um, which are still up. Some of them are still up and can be seen today. Cool. And according to sexy legend, Ooh, I Armina, love a sexy. Legend. She refused to marry and she never had any children. She's like, not for me. I don't want him. She yeah. apparently did not have a good time with her niece or nephew and decided she wanted to have kids. <laughs> she was like, nope. <laughs> Instead, what she would do, she would take a temporary husband from the oh. legions of vanquished foes after every battle. And then, after spending oh. one night together, yeah. she would then condemn, condemn, condemn him to death in the morning oh in God. order to prevent him from ever speaking about their sexual encounters. She was like, you will not be running your mouth. What you will is not happening? be telling your people, your friends, about what happened. So she just have him murdered. Kill them! <laughs> She's yeah. wild. And if I that story it. sounds familiar, yes, she is the model for fictional heroine Xena Warrior Princess. Well, well, then why do they make her black? Exactly. So we'll put a pin in that and talk about yeah, that another know, exactly. day. But if you're like, that sounds familiar, yeah, that's she, what they yes. got the idea for Xena Warrior Princess. And um, she's called a, Z, um, a warrior queen, too, because she led her people and yeah. she killed a lot of men. She did. <laughs> she was like not having it. I'm into I, this lady. She, yeah, right? See, she's dope. So then there's Empress Candace of Ethiopia. Really goes down on the name quality. (laughs) Really. No offense to Candace's out there. No offense. But you are no hoteps. <laughs> a name I can pronounce. Uh, she was three thirty of three thirty two BC, and she humiliated Alexander the Great. But Candace was the name, or Can Candace was the name oh. given to any queen or empress of Ethiopia by the Europeans. So there was many Candaces, but Candace of three thirty two BC is a legend. Oh. Um, she was actually said to probably be her real name was Armanianus, and that's she a better, was that's well not better, <laughs> but it's more exciting. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, She was blind in one eye due to losing uh, a battle with the Romans, and she was known to be fierce. And so she embarrassed Alexander the Great, and there's documentation in Chancellor Williams' The Destruction of Black Civilization that um, upon hearing that Alexander the Great was coming for Empress Candace... um, (laughs) 
Nobody comes for Empress Candace. Ah! So what, what did Candace do? Candace, she gather her black troops. She lined them yes. up, up across the first cataract along yes. with herself and stood atop two African elephants on a throne what and waited fuck? for Alexander to show up. She was just waiting. She was like, come on, Alexander. Yeah, and with her rocking that eye patch. And Alexander didn't want to chance a loss because he has his undefeated winning streak. So okay. he like and didn't want to lose to a woman uh, wow. or a black queen on her. Ele- and so once he saw her on her black her on her elephants, he yeah. turned around. He was like, oh, "I'm not gonna lose today." That's right, bitch. So he turned around. Um, yep. that's what other- happens when you get black leadership. Black yes. leadership. That's it. And the other uh, theory by William Leo Hansberry says that uh, the Alexander met semi-privately with Candace and legend oh. has it that Kansas says that he needs to leave the region immediately and if he didn't, that after defeating his army, she was going to cut off his head and roll it down a hill. So Wow, you, down you, a hill! You decide which theory you want to you know, go I with. I like both theories. I mean, yeah, both, both of them, of them she's a badass. It yeah. isn't like one theory is like, oh, she just was like, you know, whatever like both theories she's like ah fuck you and i'm into it yeah um i don't know really which one quick- do you like better i like the one where she's on those the, the elephants like uh, yeah what? you like a show i like i like the idea that she did both she was yeah. like don't you come for me this is what i'm gonna do you'll see me on top with my elephants alexander and he was mm-hmm. like uh i don't believe that and then he showed up he was like oh she, oh, she ain't lying. She's not lying. I don't want to lose my head. This so. one-eyed lady's not gonna fuck around. Not today, Candace. All right, Candace, you what? You got this. You got this. <laughs> um, this next so one's really- all of you named Candace out there. You're, Feel strong you're a, in that name. You are a queen. You are um, a queen amongst queens. This next one is Queen Mother Nana Ya Asantiwa of Ooh. West Africa's Ashanti Empire. Nice, so, nice job. Uh, yeah, this one I could just really sound it out, the letters. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. well, 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 yeah. 1863 to October 1923. So this one's interesting because this is a recent um, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is like, I mean, it's during slavery times for America, but that's mm-hmm. how recent slavery times is in America. Yes. And so she was one of the last, I think she was one of the, well, we'll read the story. So she was yeah. the queen mother of yes. the Ishuani, uh, part of the Ashanti Confederacy. And her, um, so prior to European colonization, the Ashanti people, they developed, uh, they had an influential West African empire. Yeah. And the Asanti, the Asantiwa, which was her people, was, they were the gatekeeper of the Golden Stool also known as Sika, Sika Dawa. Oh. And uh, so... The, golden Stool? The Golden Stool, and you'll see that'll come back. So the Ashanti tribal families had ruled from 1701 to 1896, and this yeah. is all happening in Ghana, specifically in Ghana region. Okay. And so the Ashan... So the king of the the, the group, uh, Paremph of... Uh, he was captured and exiled by the British uh, people and sent off to the islands, oh. and uh, which had been called the British Gold Coast. Yeah. And uh, her brother was said to be among one of the men exiled and deported because of his opposition to British rule. So they're kind of like, a, they're like a group without a leader at this point, right? Oh. And so then in the 1900s, British colonial governor Frederick Hodgson called mm-hmm. a meeting in uh, the city of Kawamasi of the Ashanti 
Hashini local rulers. And at the meeting, Hodgson said that the King the I would continue to suffer in exile from his native land and that the Ashanti people needed to surrender to the British their historical ancestral golden stool. Because they knew the golden symbol, the stool, it's a dynastic symbol of the power, of where power was, whoever would sit on it, and they would, I think, have like, you know, who would compete to be able to, uh, to, to, to be able to sit on it. Very, reminds me a lot about Wakanda. Yeah, it does. Um, it sounds a lot like it. And they did actually, they did a lot of research. That was part of what they were pulling from. So it's really interesting. You can say the, see the connections. This is one of the things that they were inspired by. Cool. Yeah. And the power was transferred to each. Um, so they would have this ceremony. They'd have this, you know, um, ceremony and the power would be, uh, transferred to the crowning of the person. They would then sit on the sacred golden stool. So the colonial governor demanded that it yeah. be surrendered to allow Hodgson to Rude. sit on the Sika as no. a symbol of British power. Fuck you. Right? Yeah. And so essentially what had happened was, is that, uh, this queen, uh, queen mother Nanaya, all the men folk were like, well, I guess, like she, well, I guess we got to concede. And she what was the like, fuck? what? So just imagine Viola Davis playing this. Yes. She's like, <laughs> and she was quoted as saying, now I have seen that some of you fear to go forward to fight for your king. And she was wow. then starts talking about how she reminisces of the old days of the uh, old warriors. And she said, no white man could have ever dared to speak to a leader of the Ashanti in the way that, that governor spoke to you this morning. Ooh. Is it true that the bravery of the Ashanti is no more? I cannot believe it. Yes. It cannot be. Tell him. Like, I must say this. If you, the men of Ashanti, will not go forward, then we will. We, Ooh, the women, will. Yes. I shall call upon my fellow women. We will fight the white men. We will yes. fight to the last last of us falls in the battlefield. And so she... run the world? Yes, this is literally run the world. Yes. And she uh she led against uh the British, and then they had the Ashanti British War of the Golden Stool, which sounds like a... I know. I mean, I've been wondering. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to ruin the story, but... Sounds like Pericles, <laughs> unlike, you know. Um, yeah. And so this was led by the Queen Mother, Nanayana, uh, and she, with 5,000 folks, uh led, led the way. Yeah. Yes, I love yeah. it. Ugh, and, so good. And we're out of time. I just want to mention briefly who the last one is. It's uh, Queen Nandi of Zululand. Ooh. She was uh, the mother to Shaka Zulu, oh, okay. uh, 1778 to 1826. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was like a single, like she got banished because she was too pretty by the other wives. And she- Bitches, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. The other wives were like, she's too pretty. But she already had uh, Shaka and she uh, born, uh, hi- bore him. And then yeah. he became the king. And um, mm. so yeah. See, that's what happens when you're a hater. Yeah, she also <laughs> she battled slave traders as well as trained her son to be a warrior. So that's why he oh, was so see, dope because he had that. this badass yeah. mother. So all these amazing like African queens yes. that I feel like where are their movies? Why don't we talk about these queens enough? We hear about Queen Elizabeth all the time. I get it. She was yes. a white British lady. She, I, yeah, but let's let's try some other queens. Let's like yeah. really look into some queens that like we don't know about. So James, thank you for that. That was like really fucking awesome. I feel super empowered for today. And that's what I wanted to give you on this Monday morning. Thank you. Hi, this is James with the Max Fun Drive. Yes. Oh, hi. Who do we have speaking here? Who? Hi. hi this- 
this is Goldilocks, and I just moved into this new neighborhood. It's super cute, and okay. like they got so much cute little homes that I'm just oh. like thinking about re-upping, and I got all this extra money, and I really wanted to do something with it. Oh, okay, Goldilocks. Uh, I I've heard of you actually. <laughs> the yeah, I'm kind of famous. <laughs> right, you yeah. might have heard about me. I had a run-in with some bears who just didn't some- really know how to behave properly. Some you know? uh, some BOCs, some bears of color. I I heard some some BOCs. I don't see color animals. Oh, okay, I just right. see like blobs of space and things to take. Well, we're gonna circle back on that. I definitely think that you should become a member and uh, listen okay. to Minority Corner because we'll unpack a lot of uh, the racial bias that you're maybe uh, experiencing. So I what? think you are a great candidate, Wait. Goldilocks. I think you're a great candidate for. Did you um, just our say membership. the R word? Um, I didn't say racist, but okay. I mean, you said it. So, okay. well, I, I want to get you on board because there's room for yeah. everybody here at MaxFunnit. And, and I think that you want to turn the beat around, Goldie. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we have the Max Fund Drive. We are trying to get 25,000 new and upgrading members. And That's a lot. If, yeah, I know, Goldie. And I think that you can be one of the members. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, you'll be sort of fun. You'll get some pledge gifts. You'll get your own okay. stuff. I know you like to like take other people's stuff and like sit on well, it or eat it. I like that borrow thing here hold on let me sit down real quick i'm gonna okay sit- ah! oh sorry oh. this chair just broke i don't <laughs> understand I don't think- are you in your own house goldilocks are you still in the house of the Maybe. bears girl you- using their phone and running up their line okay well goldie you, you know, might be just, pressed- yeah. you might be pressed for time so i want to let you know uh all the things that you can get if you uh become a member yeah what uh, are the levels of membership yes because you're a new member and so at the five (laughs) dollar oh are you done (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you got something in your throat there goldie at the five dollar oh that's cute um (laughs) at the five dollar a month level uh you get the exclusive bonus content now Mm. we have an episode where we uh review uh uh black panther and jungle fever that you might be interested in unpacks racism i don't know if you ever dated you know wakanda's so cute oh yeah well don't go stealing their stuff goldie that's don't don't go steal it I can't wear this beautiful pattern uh, dress. A, Anyways, a, ten dollars. Tell me more. At ten dollars a month, Coldy, yeah. uh, you'll get the exclusive enamel pin design uh, by Megan Lynn Kai. I love and, pins. Oh, cool! You'll get that, and you can wear it, yeah. and you get a maximum fun membership card mm-hmm. as well. Cool. Can I <laughs> flash it at places and they'll give me stuff? I don't know if they'll give it to you, Goldie. Do you have a job? I don't care. I don't know how you're gonna pay for this, but okay. Anyways, I don't have a um, job. Fuck <laughs> you. Anyways, twenty dollars, twenty dollars a month level, Goldie. Because I know that somehow you're gonna get that cash. You know, I just have it lying around. Oh, good for you. Other people's Um, wallets. Oh, fine. Okay, thievery. Well, we don't. Less we know, the better. But you get the Maximum Fun Family Cookbook, which was lovingly created by your Maximum Fun host, and Mm. dozens of recipes. I don't know if you like to cook, but you've got Mm. dozens of recipes, cocktails, and desserts, and everything in between, Goldie. (sighs) Cool. the $35 a month level, you're going to get a liter of juice, uh, a liter, uh, one liter juice carafe. Ooh, with I a, love carafe. I, I thought you would for your brunches at other yeah. people's houses that you broke brunches into. Brunches so much fun. Here, hold on one second. Speaking of, speaking of brunches, let me try this porridge real quick. Let okay. me just, let All me right. just like get yeah. a little taste of this. Yeah. Little bl- ah! 
She's oh. hot. Oh, okay. I maybe it's not oh. yours, but okay. Um, today's well, not my day. <laughs> you're having a rough one, Goldie, which is why mm. you're gonna help be a member, and it's gonna turn your day around. But you're yes. gonna get an engraved uh, juice carafe Ooh. with the Maximum Fun Rocket logo, and it's not Funky. just for juice. You could do all kinds of things with it. Can so. I put mimosas in it? You can't, Goldie. And I love so every if you donate at the thirty, if you're a member at the thirty five dollar level, you'll then get everything that we just mentioned. Oh my god! Yeah, and we do have higher levels if you want to go online at maximumfun.org. Uh, if you want to use that computer at whoever's house you're at, uh, and you yes. can go online and and, and go to maximumfun.org/slash/donate. Really? Nice. Yeah, sort of. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, no, no judgment here. So we would love for you to become a member, and uh, and that would be so fantastic. And just go to maximumfun.org/slash/donate, and you're going to select a membership that's right for you. Okay. And you're going to provide your credit card, basic information, and which shows you watch, which I know maximum, which I know minority corner, because you got to learn about all this. There's just a lot of things that you need to unpack, Goldie, that I think you'll really enjoy the show. It'll be fun. And it's super cute. Thank yeah. you. Who's We've this? Even ta- Who am I talking to? This is James. I'm actually one of the hosts for Minority Corner. I don't know. I just dialed a random number, and I'm so glad I got you. Oh, fine. Um, well, you uh, before you take a nap, uh, yeah, your I'm membership contribution is going to process automatically each month. So you mm. don't have to do anything unless your card expires or you decide to cancel or that card that you stole from those bears, they cancel it and you have to get a new card. So that's one Those only bears to- gave me those things. Don't <laughs> oh, be oh. like that. Oh my god. Well, Goldie, we're so yes. excited that you're gonna become a member. I suggest okay. doing it now. Go find that computer before I if you're think be- so. I think I will. That. Okay. I think I will. And you're gonna help us uh make reach our goal of twenty five thousand new and upgrading members. I love it. I'm gonna tell my friends okay, all thanks. about it. Thanks, Goldie. Thanks, James. Bye. Hey James, you just oh, hung hey. up your phone. Oh, sorry. There was I was a call. I'll have to tell oh. you about it later. It was a fucking crazy yeah. call. But here we oh are. And okay. Yeah, someone we've talked about in the show. Maybe just Ooh. call. Yeah. Fun. All right. Well, we're in my corner, and oh. I am continuing the queenitude Ooh. that we got going on. Queen of the night. Yes. So this time I'm talking about Epsi Campbell Bar. Oh. So Epsi Campbell Bar, basically. Just here, let me just read this thing. Yeah. I got a lot of my information about her. This is really exciting. I know nothing um, about her. Oh, you're going to love this because it's new, current, wonderful, new black queenitude right now. Right. So, yes. okay. So, Carlos Alvarado, he just won the presidency in Costa Rica, right? Oh, nice. Which is excellent. But why we're talking about Epsi Campbell Bell is because she was his running mate, and now she's the vice president of Costa Rica, making her the first black woman to hold a <gasps> vice presidency in the Americas, wow. North and South and Central America. She's the first Ooh. one, and she's currently doing it right now. That's amazing. I know. I love it. Um, so Epsi Campbell Barr was born in San Jose, Costa Rica in 1963. She was the fourth child out of five kids. She studied flute and saxophone as a teenager. Mm. She attended the Latin University of Costa Rica, and she eventually received her, received her master's in international cooperation and development. I don't really know what that is, but it Yeah, but cool. it sounds fancy. You know what it means, Aneke? She is smart as fuck. She knows exactly. numbers and economics. Yes. Yeah, and you are so right, because she was an accomplished economist. Oh. Look at you. Yeah, see? Um, mm-hmm. 
So Epsi Campbell Barr, she's published books and articles on economic participation, democracy, sexism, racism against people of African descent as well. So she... um she has been active in the Afro-Caribbean affairs. She founded the Women's Forum of Central American Integration in 1996 and ran it until 2001. She also has leading roles with the Center of Amer- of Women of African Descent and the Alliance of Leadership Leaders of African Descent in Latin America and Caribbean. And in 2000, she helped found the Citizens Action Party, which she won. Her and Ooh. Carlos Alvarado, that's the party the ticket that they won under for this election mm. so she that's cool that she like founded yeah. this party and then won under it which Just is amazing leading shit because she knows shit i know it's so fucking cool i love it so the alvarado campbell bar ticket um won over fabricio alvarado um and this is like a really big deal because Fabricio Alvarado was an evangelical who ran on a platform that was super anti-gay. Oh snap. Yeah, and this is a response to um same-sex marriage being passed in Costa Rica. So uh, all, you know, whenever something good happens, there's a yeah, a, a backlash. Op- yeah, there's an opposition that comes up. Which is what happened. But it sounds like and, she's helping to defeat it. Exactly. And also Costa Rica got their act together and elected somebody to continue the shit, not like here in the United mm. States. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, this <laughs> sounds like a like amazing story. Like the opposition was coming, and then they were like, "Great, nope. we got to come together and we got to stop it." And then they did. Exactly. Ooh, take so, notes from Costa Rica. Yeah, we need to take notes from Costa Rica. So, meanwhile, um, the Col- the Carlos Alvarado and Epsi Campbell bar ticket promoted unity, infrastructure, and bridging of inequality. So basically they're like, we're not down for all this fucked up shit. We want everybody to come together. Yeah. Um, during the election, Epsi Campbell Barr reached out to black Costa Rica, stating that she was proudly one of them and urged them to, to vote for an inclusive Costa Rica, a Costa Rica where we have a place. Wow. Epsi Campbell Barr also reached out to women stating they are the women are the, the driving force behind the 21st century Costa Rica. So she's she's fucking doing it. Yeah, um, she's slaying. And here's one little quote for her. Um, Campbell Barr stated, it will be a responsibility not only to represent people of African descent, but to represent all women and men in the country, a country that gives us all the same opportunities. <gasps> so one, I just loved her yeah. story and I wanted us to hear about it too. I love that it's falling in the footsteps of your story. Yes, Afri- I was thinking the queen. same thing. Oh my God. Yes. Sometimes our wonder twin powers, like it's, it it's freak, really amazing. It doesn't freak me out. I'm just an all of it you know yeah because we did not (laughs) just to toot our own horn we did not plan this no we we didn't plan it at all queens of the past and queens of today yes it totally it's the best because like also i really love this story because um we don't talk enough about afro latinos yes or latinos Mm -hmm. um like because a lot of people tend to think like oh latinos are just latinos but mm-hmm. no it's there are black latinos there are white latinos mm-hmm. and black latinos get discriminated against just yeah. as bad as 
people of African descent in any other place. Like, yeah. there's colorism issues. I was they just going to say that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They <laughs> aren't literally portrayed. about to say colorism issues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's a big deal. So the fact that not only a black woman, but Afro-Latina woman won and is now the vice president of yeah. a whole country in Central America, it is amazing and oh. my hat goes out to you epsi campbell bar oh yeah. my gosh yeah thank you Enneke, for this oh, she needed to be celebrated i'm so glad you shared this 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 tidbit of this is history happening like i would have it is. you know what i would have missed this tidbit of history and i would not have even known about it yeah hell yeah and this is like going to start me on a trend actually i don't know when i'm going to the next time i have a corner Mm. because we might be taking a break. We might have some interviews. We have some things coming up. But the next time I have a corner, I'm going to do it on Shirley Chisholm, who is the first black woman to run for president of the United States under a major ticket, the Democratic ticket. I am so glad we briefly, I I touched on her briefly, but I love that you're going to, when we talk about the the DNC, but yeah, we need a deep dive in her. I'm so glad that you were, look at you, circling back and digging deep into her because people don't talk about her enough. Because we need to talk about the hope in the future. Like, we talked about the past mm. and how awesome black women leadership is, and now current black um, women leadership. And then also, let's like think about the next steps. Once yeah. we get out of this trudgy drudgery of yeah. misery, yeah. we're definitely going to need to to mount up. Yeah. Regulators. (laughs) Yes, that as well. And you know what? Looking to the queens of the past for inspiration. What would Empress Candace do? She wouldn't just sit by. She would mount her elephants and be like, come and get me or I'm going to chop off your head. Exactly. Armina would be like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you and then murder you. (laughs) Don't you be running your mouth. That's like a whole new like Jesse's Child song. Like you run your mouth, I kill you. You run your mouth, I kill you. (laughs) That was catchy i'm not even gonna lie that was very catchy oh Uh, well Well, it's a short little quickie corner but i'm glad that we got to address this yes our queens of the drive yes queen of (laughs) tune oh this is a fancy ring hello Hello, it is me, oh. the mythic, the mythical queen, Queen Khalifa. Oh my God! Yes, I got, ha, you are on it the phone me. with me right now, Queen Khalifa. This yes. is amazing. I am a mythical woman who is amazing, and I have come back because I have wow. heard that you are having queens on the show. It's and so true. I thought I would give a call and see what's going on. What is oh. this maximum fun drive? I am Queen Khalifa. Wow. I mean, I'm so glad that you're here because this is a, a very themed episode of Queenitude. And That's why I'm here. You couldn't do it without me. Uh, I it's, am it's, Queen Kaleva. Oh my God. It's so true. It's so true. Um, so yes, we are doing a maximum fun drive. And since you are the, the wonderful and beautiful yes. and mythical Queen Khalifa, would the you want to be a member to the Max Fun Network? I mean, I'm- I, I would. I would love to. I heard that Queen Beyonce, she she became a member, and I it's am true. the original queen, so I too shall I mean, become a yeah. member. It's true. We can't let anybody outshine Queen Khalifa. It's Nobody true. outshines so, Queen Khalifa. Just I ask mean, Queen, Queen, Queen Candace. It's so true. It's, are you guys friends? I'm sure you guys are friends. Um, now so, we are. Okay. So, for, um, you're going to, once you become a member, you're going to help us reach our 25,000 new and upgrading members. Let me help you. I will do a radical cry for my people to all become members as well. 
Oh my God. I'm so, thank you so much. I feel so honored right now. So basically when you, um, there's several levels of membership. Tell me the um, levels. You, Tell the first, me. the first level is, um, a $5 a month. I'm sure that you have many gold blooms I that can help us out with this. Um, many gold, uh, we called them Khalifa fives. Ooh. Wow. Yes, I, I love ha- it. I love I it. I have That's- my own money. Yeah, I believe it, you know. Um, so with each le- level, you get some awesome gifts. You know, it's our way to thank you for being Queen Khalifa. It is You're welcome. a, um, a, yes, they, yes, thank you. So, um, at the $5 <laughs> a month membership level, you get our bonus episode. It's I love called bonus. for Minority Corner. It's Jungle to Jungle. And we did a <gasps> deep dive on Black Panther and Jungle Fever. I know you like Wakanda both of those forever! movies. Yes. You know that movie is probably based on me and my mythicalness. I, I can definitely tell that they, they gave homage to you homage homage i i tell i i took over angela bassett's body and i was me who was the queen mother the entire time i said i must play this role it's so true i i I can't believe they did you dirty like that um at the ten dollar a month level more more i want to spend more money you could get an enamel pin that I'm sure that you can put on one of your many pelts or, you know, things that you wear. I that have pretty- had dresses that I wear. I can oh. even put one of the pins on one of my tigers. You know, Ooh, I like to ow, command ow. birds and animals. So wow. I will put them all over and I will reign as Queen Khalifa. Yes, yes. And I just wanted to point out that the pins are designed by Megan Lincott, who is an excellent designer, one of our favorites. And you get a maximum fun mem- membership card, too. Which I is, love becoming a member. Know, can I? Yes. Because can I be the queen of the members? Yes, you can be queen, queen member. Yeah, I, also, I will. I will say the song that. "Queen of the Night." Yes, was it that, inspired that by w- you? Yes, exactly. Oh wow! You know, I'm just—I feel so honored right now. This is amazing. So, for the twenty dollar per month membership, yes, you get more, the, more. The, the maximum fun family cook book i don't oh. know how much cooking you do but maybe you I can give it to cook. one of your people exactly to... you have yes. you are a queen of your own right you speak my language you know how i do you know, i won't even let you guess what? my thread count i won't because i'm sure it is out of this universe because from one queen to another i guess yes, my queen yes my queen okay so you also get some cookie cutters with that too space thing i so, love you know, you cookies might, uh, you know i bet you do who doesn't love a cookie you know i love cookies so queen khalifa since i know you are a queen and yes. you just have to have one of the highest levels only for a queen mm, yes the, give it a queen level the 35 dollar per month membership you get a one liter juice carafe which is <gasps> engraved with the maximum mm. Fun rocket logo. I love to take carafes and just pour juice all over my naked bodice. Oh wow! That's wow. If there's a man who sees, I let him look a little bit more. Ooh, you're so kind. (laughs) You're so kind. I don't kill them like Queen Armina. I let them continue to look. My body is beautiful. You're you're generous. You're so generous to all of us. Everyone, have a look at my juice body naked. so you could take your juice body and go look for higher levels because we do yes. have higher levels. Queen Aneke, I want to spend more. So oh, I will go you. on what you call the internet. Yes. And I will look and find out more. Where can I look out and, and find more high levels for queens? Yes, it's it's at MaximumFun.org backslash donate. So that's where I you want to go to check out different levels. Um, you. I want you to also go there too because that's how you become a member. So you go to maximumfund.org 
backslash or slash donate and then mm. you select the membership level that's right for you so whichever you feel is at, at the level that deserves your queenness and yes. then you provide your credit card i don't know if you have a credit card do you have a credit card i, I will find one for i am queen khalifa i might yeah. just maybe i just go to the bank and i say can you Ooh. deposit my queen khalifa files yeah, into I would. this bank account and make it go to the maximum fund drive make it go i will send my hawks i will send them yes. on a mission and Ooh. they will drop my coins over the maximum fund headquarters every month this is beautiful this is quite a spectacle and we thank you so much for getting your your hawks to drop the coins um just in case you do decide to do it a little bit more regular you can provide your credit card and some basic information and the maximum show that oh. you listen to you listen to Ma- to minority corner don't you i do i yes. love minority corner i'm so glad you did a two-part episode about me yes. queen khalifa because we love you queen khalifa this is amazing i, I can't you. even believe that i'm talking to you right now james is going to be so upset that i got to talk to you since he's the one that did the corner but you know i can only I, speak to a queen he is not yes. a queen he's a different kind of queen but you are a true queen <laughs> this, is, this is a queen to queen conversation right now well, queens only yes well um queen khalifa thank you so much for calling and i'm just so excited that you get to that you're a member of the maximum fun network Oh, yes. I, I, and thank you for, you can teach an old queen new tricks. I have, I love learn laughing and playing with Minority Corner. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome from Queen Khalifa. And okay, what happened? You just hung up the phone and we were talking about queens and you were just like, I'm out. I will tell you once we turn off the recording devices, but okay. I just got yeah. the most amazing phone call. You're never going to believe it. You're, oh, it's okay. just like, I feel blessed and touched right now. This is oh, like what? insane. I can't, was it Oprah? Better. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't wait to find out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to find out. I know. Um, what a show we had. I, yeah, I have had so much fun doing the Maximum Fun Drive. It's literally, it's Christmas. Like, yes. it just feels like so much fun. And it feels like, I think there's a different word for it. Cause it just feels like the community comes together. Yes. To, you know, it's Kwanzaa. Like, like, it lit, you know what? It really is Max <laughs> yeah, Fun. Know. You're so right. It's the Max Fun Kwanzaa. <laughs> yes, it, is. it really is. Because we come together to support each other and to uplift yes. this beautiful community. And we can't do it without of our, all of our amazing listeners. We really can't. I mean, the fact, the support that we've been getting on all of our social medias has been insane. Like, it makes me yeah. feel so, like, a part of a community all of you who have become members who are upgrading members that have talked about this is your first time donating that you're taking it to the next step that are thanking us for our work it's like it really is the kind of reassurance that we're not just linda tripping ourselves we're actually like building a a group of amazing people and a community i love it it's the best it's just yeah thank you so much and the response, like, it's so, like, you're saying, it's to see that response so verbalized, right, you know? Right, right. And, and, and that, like, I mean, you all are the bedrock of what it is that we, that we do. And we honor that so much. So you spend, some of you spend like an hour or an hour and 20 minutes, depending on the episode, with us per week. Yeah. And then you're also a member, not only supporting our show, but other shows. And it just, I mean, we do it for you. And I hope that we just, we thank you so much. We're so appreciative. Yes. Thank you. Well, we got a tweet. I want to read. You know, we have a Twitter. A tweet, Twitter, tweet, tweet a tw- of the week at Minority Corner yeah. with a K. At Minority Corner. 
that's about with a K. And this one actually comes from, this one caught my eye. You know, there's so much conversation that's happening about the Maximum Fun Drive. And this one's actually from our editor, Woody. Woody! And, yeah, Thank so you, big Woody. thanks to Woody. He's been editing our show. He's so fantastic. Yes. And I just want to read, uh, his. He, he put a few tweets. I'm going to read them. Uh, he says, it has been my distinct pleasure and honor to edit uh, at Max Fun HQ show Minority Corner Aww. for the last little while. Thanks, Woody. And he's talking, he talked about our episode last week. He said the episode is hilarious and has the most fun calls for donors. I mean, uh, we get some fancy calls. We did. And he's like, listen, laugh, donate. Yes! And vote, which I love that. Yeah. And then he says, he goes on, um, he says, I have listened to Max Fun shows for something close to 10 years now yeah. and have been a supporter for the past four or five. I used to think that donating was something that was for super fans only. And then at a certain point, I realized, I am a super well, fan. Yeah. Anybody who listens to an hour long show week in, week out is more than a casual listener. And at a certain point, it hit me like a truck that I've been entertained for free by my favorite creators for years. So I decided I wanted to be a part of what makes Max Fun possible. Then I, then he talks about how he started meeting more people wow. at, the, at the bigger networks, first online, then at Max Fun Cons. So cool. It's made so many friends throughout the years through this community. Uh, and he says, P.S. Getting to do the little bit of work that I do for Ineke and James at Minority Corner has only reinforced what I've always thought about this network and the people who contribute to it and work for it. Wow. Beautiful words, yeah. Woody. That is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for those beautiful words and also being uh, our editor and member. I mean, just such a, I mean, talk about super fan. Like, oh my gosh, it takes a village. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't even, like, I feel like super fan is like, it's so, he, so much more yeah, than that. I just think- a participant in the community. Yes, a leader, exactly. Leader in the community. Awesome. A leader, yeah. He's definitely a leader in the community. And then if you are a member or a new upgrading member, you are definitely like, I, yeah, fan is so, because like, it's such a conversation that we have. Right. These podcasts are such conversations. Um, and we just kind of help sort of facilitate it. But mm-hmm. we also do our episodes based on the feedback that you guys are giving. Yes. And like, we couldn't do the show if you guys weren't, you know, uh, being members. And, and so we do it for you. It's the truth. We, I mean, we wouldn't be here without you. We do this for you. I mean, me and James could just hang out, but yeah, you know, but, we you love know, doing we- the show for you guys because it really is just like, I don't know. It's, it's enriched my life and I'm not oh like being like fucking like out of line by saying that. I really do oh. feel like this is like really brought new avenues into who I am as a person. So just I, big thank yeah. yous to everybody. Ditto. Ditto that we wouldn't be the one twins without you. It's the truth. It is the you truth. Know? We just yeah. be two schmoes. We just be like, oh, who are those people Joe over Schmose. there? You know, I know. <laughs> but we're all, yeah, <laughs> and Wait. we're all a little wonder. T- we all are. We all, you know, we're all wonder twins. That's why you've got to uh, become a member and get your wonder twin pin so you can activate your powers. Yeah, is schmo a bad word, Joe Schmo? Well, we'll, we'll put a pin on that. We'll circle back. Yeah, like, uh, it's a good question. Somebody answer mm-hmm. me because I want to know. This is also why yeah. we do the podcast so we can learn these things. We're like, is this offensive if we say this? We yeah, don't I don't know. Yeah. Let me know. Mm-hmm. This is what yeah. we do here. We are not infallible. No. Well, thanks, you know? guys. This has been wonderful. Yeah. And you can continue to get involved in the conversation in our Corner Kids yes. group. I'm going to try to put some pictures up of these queens. Yes, please. Uh, that would be in beautiful. In the Corner Kids group. And that's just like to uh, like incentivize you. Incentivize you? Sure, Incentis- that works. Okay. To join the uh, Minority Corner Kids Playground on Facebook. It's a beautiful, active community. Everybody, like, there's at least one or two posts on there every day. And everybody talks to each other and shares things. And it's Oh, my gosh. Great. Yeah. There's, it's also like event space. 
space. Yeah. So just like, it's just a great dialogue and, and, and community and space. And if you have become a member, definitely give like, connect to us on social media somewhere because we want to thank you yes. if you're a member or you've upgraded let us know please give us a shout out on twitter or send us an email because like literally my heart is gushing we want to it's thank been you amazing. so hard it's been amazing because re- you are a queen a queen of the donations yes, thank you queens all of you um yeah qu- corner queens corner queens also don't forget to tell a friend it doesn't hurt share yeah. the wealth you know if you really Sh- like the show maybe tell like a friend of yours that might want to check it out too because we're we're still doing this and we just want our community to grow even bigger let your inner what would any of those queens that we have listed today they would you know spread they spread their wealth that's what they do they spread so you spread that knowledge and wealth yeah thanks guys it's been an awesome week it's been a great week. And Neke, I l- thank you so much for waking up early yeah. and doing this episode. Thank you, you were James. just such a fant. You are a queen in your own right. Ditto. Amen to you. Thank you. And- oh my God. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Minority Corner. Because together, we're, we're the, the majority. majority. Love you guys. Bye. And and gals. Love you people. <laughs> Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.